Welcome to the Cedar Grove Church Podcast. Hey guys, that was Victoria. She wanted to welcome you in today. We hope and pray that all things are well with you and your family. We are so thankful for all of the support, the listens, the likes, the shares that you guys have been doing for the podcast. We are continuing today in the Extraordinary Series. And today, Pastor Monty is going to share on the subject of no ordinary love. We pray you enjoy. Thank you. Greetings, saints of God. This is Pastor Monty Lester, the senior pastor of the Cedar Grove Church. And once again, we welcome you into our cyber sanctuary on another phenomenal, fantastic Sunday. Yes, Lord. So we thank God for you, our online family, for joining us today. And I just believe that you're not here by accident, but you're here by divine providence because the spirit of the Lord has something significant that he wants to say and share unto you. So we welcome you today. We welcome you. And I want to let you know, saints of God, I am so Super excited, yes, Lord, because uh, we are getting ready to come back to church to worship together again. Yes, Lord, to worship together again. As a matter of fact, we have a task force and a team that has been working diligently behind the scenes to uh, do everything in our power anyway to provide a safe, somebody shout safe, yeah, a safe atmosphere to minimize the risk of COVID-19 exposure. And I'm grateful to God for every person, for every uh, project, every process that you put in place so that we can come together again to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth on site. So on March 7th, somebody say March 7th. Yes, the first Sunday in March, uh, we are coming back together in the sanctuary at Cedar Grove. And I'm super excited about it. I'm super excited. As a matter of fact, I don't think I'm by myself because we've opened up registration. Yes, because we wanted to control the crowd and the number of people that we're going to allow in for that particular service. Yes, Lord. And as a consequence, guess what? Registration is already full. Yes, Lord. We're already at the uh, capacity that we've outlined. So um, registration is full. But however, uh, just in case somebody changes their mind, somebody can't make it or some unforeseen circumstance, you can still register. Yes, Lord, you can still register for our standby audience. Yes, Lord, and we will notify you uh, for a standby. And you can do that by just taking a picture taking a picture of the image that you see on the screen. Yes, Lord, I thank God for our technology team and every provision they put in place uh, for us to, uh, for this moment to take place. So take a picture of the image on the screen and that'll start the registration process for you. So we're excited about that and we're excited again about what God is doing. And I want to encourage you to stay connected, stay connected. Uh, We have a number of ways that you can connect with the Cedar Grove Church. Yes, Lord, you can go to our Church Center app. Uh, We're on social media, Facebook, yeah, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Cedar Grove has a podcast, yes. And even my wife and I, we're doing some things even from the home that we're going to enhance our podcast. So I'm super excited about that. Yes, Lord. So thank God for you once again for joining us. We pray God's blessings upon you. And I want you to center your mind. Yes, Lord, get your family in order, get your Bible, and get ready to have an encounter with Christ. And while you're doing that, uh, do me a favor. Get involved in some electronic evangelism. Yes. Take this moment right now to like, tag, and to share uh, so that somebody else can hear a word from heaven and be blessed because you are here today. Amen. Amen. And as we get ready to go to the text today, I want to say happy Valentine's Day. 
uh, to each and every child of God. We have a God that loves us, uh, that even while we are yet sinners, he sent his son Jesus to die for us. And, and that's some amazing love. Yes, Lord, right there. Uh, Prince had a song once upon a time, I will die for you. Well, I tell you what, the Prince of Peace came to, from heaven to earth uh, to die for us. Yes, Lord. Uh, so I want to say happy Valentine's Day to everyone under the sound of my voice and let you know that God loves you. Amen. So we're getting ready to continue in our February sermon series. Yes, super excited about it. In February, we're talking about just extraordinary, hallelujah, the extraordinary series and how God puts this extra on our ordinary to do some extraordinary things. And I don't know about you, but I'm expecting yeah, somebody shout expecting. Yeah, I'm expecting God to do extraordinary things in the life of the believer, those that will stand on his promises as we travel through 2021. So fasten your seatbelts, prepare for takeoff. We're getting ready to have an encounter with Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, there is a word from heaven that I would love to share with you today. I want to call your attention to the book of Hosea. Hosea, yes, Lord, the prophet Hosea. Hosea chapter 1. Uh, verses 2 and 3 will be our focus and foundation today. Uh, but I want to let you know that Hosea chapters 1 through 3 is going to be where the full story that we're talking about today. Hosea's chapter 1 through 3. But I just want to lift up two verses in your hearing today uh, to lay a foundation for what the Spirit of the Lord would like to say to us on today. Amen. Hosea chapter 1 verses 2 and 3. And when you have it, wake up your neighbor and just shout, I got it. Hallelujah. You sound great, saints of God. Hosea chapter 1, beginning at verse number 2, the New King James translation of the Word of God reads, When the Lord began to speak by Hosea, the Lord said to Hosea, "Take, Go take yourself a wife, somebody shout a wife, uh, of harlotry and children of harlotry. For the land has committed great harlotry by departing from the Lord. Verse 3, so he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Debliam, and she conceived and bore him a son. Uh, I'm going to pray, but I'd like to use for a subject today as the Lord and I minister this word. Uh, Lord and I want to minister from the subject, no ordinary love. Hallelujah. No ordinary love. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Uh, precious Lord, we praise you. Thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for this awesome opportunity to share this, your word with these, your people. Lord, we thank you for the love that you have for us, oh God, that even in our un most unlovable state, you still look beyond our many faults, fears, fallacies, and flesh. And Lord God, you've planted a seed in faith within us that has continued to germinate with the love that we, uh, that we now have for you. So Lord, I thank you for that. Lord, and I pray now that you would take this word and use it now for the advancement of your kingdom in the earth. I'm going to say thank you for what you're getting ready to do. It's in the marvelous, matchless, and mighty name of Jesus. We ask it all. Somebody loves him. Shout amen. Amen. No ordinary love. Amen. Once again, I want to say happy Valentine's Day to all of God's children. And as we celebrate this day that has been set aside to talk about love, I want to talk about this subject from a biblical point of view today. Amen. Talk about that subject of love. No ordinary love. Hallelujah. Uh, from a biblical perspective. First of all, I want to let you know that love is more than an emotion. 
many of us think of love as talking about, I fell in love. Yes, Lord, where our heart had a civil war with our mind and we just fell into the situation. We have uh, uh, an emotional uh, overcome, emotions have overcome us and we fail in love. But I want to let you know that love is more than emotion. As a matter of fact, love is a person. Uh, love is a person. It's in your Bible, 1 John chapter 4, verse number 8, it says, God is love. Yes, Lord. And if you ever want to know what love looks like, you can look at the person of Jesus, amen, uh, Christ, uh, God in the flesh. Yes, Lord. He is a perfect manifestation of what true love looks like. And if you want to know that uh, what it looks like, I want to let you know also what it acts like. Because not only is love as a person, but love is also in action. Somebody shout, in action. As a matter of fact, John three sixteen talks about the great act of love in history. Well, your Bible says, for God so loved the world, yes, that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him, yeah, uh, should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Yes, Lord, uh, true love gives. Yes, Lord, the greatest act of love in history was when Jesus came from heaven and earth to die for the sins of mankind. Uh, but even talking about this love, uh, love in action, if you need a further illustration, you need to look no further than 1 Corinthians chapter 13, because is here where the Apostle Paul speaks of what love in action looks like. He outlines it here in verses 4 through 8 where Paul says love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It's not puffed up. He goes on in verse number 5. It does not behave itself rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked easily, uh, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth. Uh, love bears all things, yes, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. But what I like most about love is number eight, what he says at the beginning of verse number eight. He says that love never fails. Amen. Amen. And if you know the person of love, God himself, Jesus, uh, love in, in the flesh, uh, you understand that love never fails because God never fails. Amen. Hallelujah. God never fails. Hallelujah. And I thank you that the love of God is alive even to this day. Uh, uh, 2,000 years later, I'm glad that the love of God never fails. Well, that brings me to my text today, because as we go through uh, the book of Hosea, these first three chapters, I want to talk about this thing called love. As a matter of fact, I want to minister uh, from the subject of no ordinary love. Yes, as we go through this extraordinary series, uh, I want to talk about the extraordinary love that God has for his children. Yes, Lord, no ordinary love. Can we go deeper? Hallelujah, because here in the text, hallelujah, I want to introduce uh, an example of extraordinary love. Yes, I want to introduce an example of extraordinary love, uh, uh, no ordinary love. Today I want to introduce to some and, and present to others uh, a prophet named Hosea and his wife Gomer. Yes, Lord, a prophet named Hosea and his wife Gomer. And what you'll see in this uh, example today is uh, an image and an example of extraordinary love, easy for me to say, extraordinary love that God has for his children. That's what you'll see. Uh, and what I want to point out today as we introduce the prophet Hosea, uh, he was a prophet. He was the one that God used as his mouthpiece. Yes, uh, he spoke to uh, the divided kingdom. Yes, Lord. He's, he was a 
prophet that prophesied to Judah uh, during that time period when the kingdom of Israel was divided. And what God would often do is show sneak previews of coming attractions, yes. And he would speak to men and women, his prophets, yes, Lord, that he would share these sneak previews of coming attractions with so that they can uh, speak uh, on God's behalf to his people. Hallelujah. And that's what... Hosea was called to do. He was called to speak uh, to God's children, to his people. Hallelujah. And what I learned about prophets, hallelujah, some of you know prophets, and prophets are kind of strange. Amen. I know a few prophets, yes, Lord, and their behavior is a little unusual compared to uh, what you would normally see from a lot of people. But what I've known about prophets, yes, Lord, that prophets, especially in biblical times, uh, their lives were often used as an illustration, a visual aid of what God was saying to his children. Yes, Lord, let me say that again. I don't want you to miss that, that prophets in biblical times, uh, their lives were often used as an illustration, as a visual aid of what God was saying to his children. For example, Jeremiah, yes, Lord, God told Jeremiah, don't marry. Mm. Do not uh, marry because you're going to be a prophet until the nation, until the nation. Yes, Lord. Not only Jeremiah, but God told Ezekiel, yes, Lord, don't cry uh, when your wife dies. Yes. Don't even shed a tear because that's how I'm going to act towards Israel when I jack her up for the practice, their practice of idolatry. Yes, Lord. Uh, not only Jeremiah, not only the prophet Ezekiel, but also the prophet Isaiah. Uh, God told Isaiah to walk the streets of Jerusalem barefoot and naked for three years because God was saying to Isaiah as a, and using Isaiah as a visual aid that's saying, as I am stripped, yes, I'm going to strip Israel again for your practice of idolatry. Yes, Lord. So not only with Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and Isaiah, but today, today. Uh, Hosea. Uh, God hires Hosea as a visual aid of his unconditional love that he has for his children. Yes, no ordinary love. Yes, God chooses the prophet Isaiah and hires him as a visual aid of God's unconditional love that he has for his children. And as we lift up and as we look at the prophet Isaiah, uh, Hosea, I just want to lift up three points that we'll share with you in your hearing today. Hallelujah. As we look at Hosea, I want to, first of all, I want to talk about Hosea's marriage. Somebody shout the marriage. Yes, uh, the marriage. I'm in Hosea chapter one, verses two through five. Hallelujah. The Bible says, when the Lord began to speak to Hosea, uh, the Lord said to Hosea, go, mm, take yourself a wife of holotry and children of holotry, for the lands have committed great holotry by departing from the Lord. And verse number three says, so he went and took Gomer, somebody shout Gomer, yes, uh, the daughter of Debeliam, and she conceived and bore a son. Yes, Lord. I want to talk about Hosea's marriage. Can you imagine, yes, Lord, um, uh, Hosea, the excitement, the jubilation when he had been seeking the Lord. Yes, Lord. And the Lord spoke to him and said, you know what? Now is the time to get married. Yes, Lord. As a matter of fact, I picked out your wife. Uh, can you imagine how he felt and what he said to his parents? He went home and said, Mama, guess what? Mm, I met somebody. Yes, uh, uh, I, I found the one. As a matter of fact, I've been talking to the Lord and the Lord told me that this is the one. Yes, Lord, the marriage, yes, uh, this is the one. I, I want out of all the people in the land, yes, I want you to marry this woman named Gomer. Yes, this woman named Gomer. Uh, can you imagine the excitement? 
the jubilation, uh, how Hosea felt, felt, you know, when out of all the women of the world, yes, Lord, he says, you know what? I have found the one for you. Yes, uh, the marriage. I want you to choose out of everybody else this woman named Gomer, because what I want to use you to do, Hosea, is to be a visual aid again in the earth of my unconditional love that I have for my people. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. And he said, you know what, Mama, this is the one. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Um, but I want to let you know, as we talk about this marriage, I want to let you know that it looked good on the outside at first. Mm. Uh, the marriage, yes, looked good on the outside at first. Yes, Lord, because the Bible says in verse number three, so he went. Yes, uh, uh, Hosea obeyed. He went and took Gomer, the daughter of Deblium, and she conceived and bore him a son. Yes, she conceived and bore Hosea, a son. Uh, yes, Lord. Uh, now Hosea, yes, Lord, he uh, has heard from heaven. God has told him, this is the woman I have for you. Hallelujah. And now he's married. And guess what? Soon after that, the Bible says she, he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Debalim, and she conceived and bore him. Catch that now. Bore him a son. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, the marriage. Yes, Lord. He's married now with children. He's abundant now. Yes, he has a child and everything looks good at first. Hallelujah. But not only do I want to talk about the marriage, I want to talk about the mess. Mm. I want to talk about the mess. I'm in verses uh, Hosea chapter one, verses six uh, through Hosea chapter two, verse 13. Yes, Lord. Uh, not only the marriage, but I want to talk about the mess. Because as we look closer at the text, hallelujah, uh, the text exposes some concerns about this bride that Hosea has called to been called to marry. Because the Bible says when the Lord spoke, began to speak to Hosea, the Lord said to Hosea, go and take yourself a wife of harlotry and the children of harlotry, uh, uh, for the land had committed great harlotry by departing from the Lord, uh, the mess, yes, Lord. So in other words, there were some problems, there was some mess, there was something that just wasn't right with Hosea's wife, Gomer. The Bible says that upon arrival, yes, uh, she was a harlot. She was a harlot, yes. And some of you are familiar with that King James terminology of what harlot means. Yes, Lord, she was a prostitute. Uh, she was a woman of the night. In other words, she was not mother righteous. Mm. Uh, she was not mother clean. But even in the midst of that, yes, Lord, uh, God spoke to Hosea, yes, and told him to go and marry a harlot. Yes, Lord, this is what God told Hosea to do, to go and marry this girl right here. Out of all the women in the world, I want you to marry this woman right here. And what I want you to know today is that uh, the Bible says that Hosea obeyed the voice of the Lord. Yes. Uh, verse 3 says, so he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Debalim, and she conceived and bore him a son. Yes. Uh, the point is, Hosea obeys God anyway. And that's how you know that you have a true call from God. Hallelujah. A true call from God that you follow the voice of the Lord, even when the voice of the Lord tells you to do something that's uncomfortable. If I had time, I'd talk about Abraham. Yes, Lord, to get thee out of thy father's house to a place that I would show you. Hallelujah. If I had time, I'd talk about Moses. Yes, Lord, go tell Pharaoh uh, to let my people go. Uh, God often gives you a call uh, that's uncomfortable. And what you have to do is uh, walk by faith 
faith and not in your flesh to answer that true call of God. Because some people think a call of God is all about reserved parking spaces. Yes, names only the building. Hallelujah. But a true call from God is about surrendering and submitting to the will of God wherever it takes you. Somebody say submission. Yes. Somebody say surrender. Yes, Lord. A true call from God is about submitting and surrendering to the will of God wherever it takes you. As a matter of fact, Isaiah said it this way in Isaiah 6 and 8. He said, the Lord needs somebody. Here am I? Yes. Send me. I go. And I'm just wondering today, has anybody got a true call from God? Uh, I'm wondering today, does anybody have an Isaiah 6 and 8 spirit that said, if the Lord needs somebody, yes, Lord, send me. I'll go. Uh, so the marriage. But uh, as we talk about the marriage, again, I want to talk about the mess. Uh, because uh, it actually goes from bad to worse, the mess. Somebody shout the mess, yes. Because uh, after, although God told him to marry a harlot, the Bible says that it immediately goes from bad to worse. Because in verse number six, it talks about it. It says, she conceived again and bore a daughter. Then God said, call her name Lurumhama. Yes, Lord. Uh, she, catch that, verse six, conceived again. And God said, call her name Lo-Rahama, for I will no longer have mercy on the house of Israel. Hallelujah. Uh, it immediately goes from bad to worse because the Bible says that she immediately becomes an unfaithful bride. Lord, have mercy. Uh, she immediately becomes an unfaithful bride because catch it again. Verse number six, uh, it didn't say they conceived again. Mm, the Bible says she conceived again and had a daughter. And not only that, it goes on in verse number eight, nine. It says that she, when she had winged Loruhama, she, there it is again, conceived and bore a son. And then God said, call his name Lo-Ami. Lo yes, Lord, aren't you glad you're not reading responsibly today? Yes, Lord, Lo-Ami, yes. Uh, uh, for you are not my people, and I will not be your God. Hallelujah, yes, Lord. Uh, it immediately declines. Uh, she immediately becomes an unfaithful bride. Yes, Lord. Uh, after they conceived their first son, the Bible says that she uh, went back into harlotry. She went back into prostitution. Yes, Lord. And she had two more children. Somebody used to say it in old days. Yes, Lord. It was daddy's, mama's baby, but daddy's maybe. Yes, Lord. So uh, he had one child by her. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. And then she had two children uh, uh, that she conceived. Hallelujah. It's right there in your Bible. Yes, Lord. This is not the King James translation. Uh, this is not the Rick James translation. This is the King James. Hallelujah. It's right there in your Bible. Yes, Lord. She conceived. Mm -hmm. Not they, but she conceived. And one thing I want to do is point out something in the text real quickly. Yes, Lord. Uh, even the names of her children represent the serious and immediate decline of their relationship. I'm going to say that again. Even the names of her children represent uh, the serious and immediate decline in their relationship. Somebody shout a mess. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Because even the names, uh, uh, the name, name of the first child represents retribution. Yes, Lord. In other words, God says, I'm going to take care uh, of my children. I'm going to uh, redeem them out of the hands of their oppressor. Yes, Lord. Uh, retribution. But after retribution, uh, they begin naming the kids. The next name represents repulsion. 
hallelujah, repulsion. In other words, the, the daughter that was conceived, uh, not out of marriage, uh, not in marriage, yes, Lord, by, by her practice of idolatry, yes, Lord, repulsive to God, yes, Lord. Uh, he said, I would no longer have mercy, repulsive to God. But not only retribution and repulsion, but it transitioned quickly to rejection, yes, Lord. Lo uh, Amini, the son, says, for you are not my people, and I will not be your God. In other words, they rejected God to the extreme. Hallelujah. That uh, uh, God himself said to them temporarily, yes, Lord, that you are not my people and I will not be your God. In other words, this situation went from bad to worse immediately. Yes, Lord. Uh, the mess. Yes. Hosea, a prophet of God, a man that surrendered to God. But even in the midst of that, yes, Lord, he he started out with a wonderful marriage, but the marriage became a mess. Well, what do you do when you find that your marriage goes from bad to worse? What do you do when you find, if you found yourself in a situation where uh, uh, Hosea, uh, a man of God that surrendered and submitted unto God, but he is called to marry an unfaithful bride. And this unfaithful bride, yes, Lord, she was already a harlot, but now she goes into prostitution again. And then it goes from bad to worse. She had uh, kids outside of the marriage. And then ultimately she even leaves her husband. Have mercy, Lord. Yeah, she leaves the prophet Hosea. She leaves the man of God. And she goes back into prostitution. And as a matter of fact, uh, uh, um, she leaves him and him and the kids and goes back. Have mercy. Uh, I'm talking about a mess today. Uh, I don't know about you, but I don't think that's what everybody has in mind when they stand before God and, and man and all of their friends and say, you know what? I take this woman uh, to be my lawfully wedded wife to have, to hold, and to cherish from this day forward. Lord have mercy. It started out as a marriage, but quickly went to a mess. Hallelujah. Yes, it quickly went to a mess. Hallelujah. What do you do when you find yourself in that situation? Uh, what well, last point I want to make today is uh, not only the marriage, uh, not only the mess, but today I want to talk about the makeup. Lord have mercy. That I feel like doing it today. Yes, I, I want to talk about the makeup. Yes, Lord. I'm in Hosea chapter three, verses one through three, because the Bible says that uh, then the Lord said to me, mm, go again, catch this and love a woman who is loved by her lover and is in the process of committing adultery. And just like the love of the Lord for her children of Israel, who took other gods and loved the, uh, loved the raising cakes of pagans, uh, verse 2, so I bought her back for myself, catch this, for 15 shekels of silver and one, half, one and one half omers of barley. And I said to her, you shall stay with me all the days. Uh, you will not play the harlot. You shall have a man, so too will I be towards you. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Uh, I'm talking about uh, the makeup. We talked about the marriage, yes. We talked about the mess, huh? how the situation went from bad to worse. But uh, I want to let you know today that, that God is a God of makeups. Amen. Uh, God is a God of makeups. As, as I use my sanctified imagination and as I look at the life of Hosea, hallelujah. And again, God here talking about no ordinary love and how God uh, is expressing his unconditional love for his children. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, I want to talk about no ordinary love. Because when you think about it, well, if you think about it, yes, Lord, when you think about uh, an ordinary reaction, 
to what uh, Gomer has done to Hosea. Yes, the man of God who's been faithful that sought the face of the Lord. God told him this is the wife. And then she goes through all of that. Uh, when you think about it, yes, Lord, and I don't have to go down the whole list today. Uh, a wide range of emotions would come to your mind when you think about how Hosea should respond to how he has been treated by Gomer. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, there's a lot of people that uh, uh, would have uh, uh, a powerful reaction to that. Uh, as a matter of fact, yes, Lord, uh, the Bible talks about his love for his wife, uh, his love for his wife. But guess what? The Bible never talks about her love for him. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. In other words, he loved her. Have mercy, but there's nowhere in the Bible that it says that uh, uh, Gomer loved him back. Hallelujah. And when you find yourself in a situation when you've committed, uh, when you've loved, when you've gone out of your way, when you told your mama and your daddy that this is the one, hallelujah, and then you find yourself in this type of situation, hallelujah, uh, I want to let you know there are certain responses and reactions that ordinary love would have. Hallelujah. Ordinary would be somewhat embarrassed. Ordinary love would be somewhat ashamed. Yes, Lord. Ordinary love says, you know what? Uh, uh, I now have my get out of this relationship free card uh, because guess what? It's lawful and logical to, to have me an excuse to get out of this relationship. Yes, Lord, because this woman has committed adultery. Hallelujah. But I want to talk about no ordinary love. Yes, Lord. I, I understand that's ordinary love. That's what ordinary love would do. But, but today I want to talk about no ordinary love. Because when Gomer, uh, when Hosea saw Gomer, yes Lord, in chapter 3, the Bible says that he went to her. Oh my God, yes Lord. And, and God told him to go again and love a woman who is loved by a lover and is in the process of committing adultery. And the Bible says that once again that Hosea obeyed. Because verse number 2 says, you know what, so I bought her back. Lord have mercy for myself for 15 shekels of silver and one and one half omers of barley. In other words, when he saw her, uh, she was not only in prostitution, but now she had been sold into slavery and he sees her and she's there on the block. Uh, being sold as a slave. Hallelujah. In other words, she's stripped naked. She's completely humiliated. Uh, but instead of an ordinary response, the Bible says that Hosea said, you know what? Uh, I want to make up. Uh, the Bible says that Hosea started looking for his wallet. Uh, the Bible says, you know what? He, he, he got his money together and he went and purchased her back. Verse 2, yes, Lord, for 15 shekels of silver. In other words, she didn't cost that much. Yes, Lord, now she's fully depreciated. But, but although she didn't cost like she was worth much to anybody else, uh, when you have no ordinary love, oh, my God, she is priceless to you. Uh, as a matter of fact, he paid whatever price needed to be paid uh, so that he could have his wife back. Hallelujah. That's no ordinary love. Yes, Lord. Uh, and I can just uh, see him now. Hallelujah. Uh, as he's sitting there looking and after he's been searching for his wife and uh, and after she had gone through all of that from uh, being in a situation where she's uh, been unfaithful, being in a situation where she went back into prostitution, being in a situation now that she's been sold unto slavery. Hallelujah. Now, some folks would use this opportunity to go down the list. Mm -hmm. 
uh, of what you would have said and, and, and how you could have reacted. But again, that's ordinary love. What I like about Hosea today is that he is an example of no ordinary love. Yes, Lord, yeah, extraordinary love. Because the Bible says that even in the midst of that, hallelujah, yes, Lord, that he went and he found this wife. Yes, hallelujah. And he said, you know what? There is my bride. Hallelujah. Uh, there is the bride and the mother of probably most of my kids. Hallelujah. And even in the midst of that, he says, you know what? I'm going to get my wallet. I'm going to pay and redeem her back. Yes, Lord. And he went and he saw Homer. He said, you know what, baby? <laughs> I know we've gone through some stuff. <laughs> I know we've had some highs and some lows. But guess what? I'm going to do whatever it takes to redeem you back. Yes, Lord. That's no ordinary love. Yes, Lord. I want to redeem you back. Yes, Lord. As a matter of fact, I got the kids in the car and all I want you to do is come back to the house. Oh, my God. That's or no ordinary love right there. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm talking about today. And I want to let you know that that Hosea. I want you to catch this, that the revelation in the text, hallelujah, is what uh, Hosea is to Gomer, is what God is to his children. Yes, no ordinary love, that even in the midst of our unfaithfulness to him, hallelujah, uh, even in the midst of all the times that we fail, even in the midst of all the times that we have uh, uh, given up what we know is right for what we know is wrong, uh, uh, Hosea is an example of, of God and his love for his children children. Yes, Lord. God has in his love for Israel and for the rest of us that believe him and receive him as Savior. Hallelujah. Because he knew us and he knew everything that we did. But guess what? He had no ordinary love for us. He loved us anyway. Yes, Lord. And he still sought us out. Yes. And he still redeemed us. I want to talk about no ordinary love today because it's natural. Yes, Lord, to have feelings of regret. It's natural to have feelings of remorse. Hallelujah. But but the God that I serve, yes, Lord, he still he knows everything about us and he still loves us anyway. Somebody shout no ordinary love. Hallelujah. That's no ordinary love. And if I had time today, I'd bring the woman at the well to the to the stand today. Some of you understand that God had no ordinary love for her. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, uh, Jesus came all the way to the midst of Samaria for one woman. Yes, Lord. And she had some situations. She had some highs and lows in her love life. As a matter of fact, she had five husbands and a whatchamacallit. But in the midst of all of that, the God that I serve, yes, Lord, Jesus came in the midst of Samaria and to meet one woman. Yes, Lord. And he loved her so much. Yes, Lord, that, that she left her water pot and went back into the city and Say, come see a man, yes, that knows everything about me and love me anyway. Yes, Lord. I'm talking about no ordinary love. Yes, Lord. And that's the kind of love that God has for his children. Yes, Lord. That he knows everything about us and, and he still loves us anyway. He knows all the times we fail. Yes, Lord. He knows all the time that we gave up for what we know is right, for what we know is wrong. He knows all the times that we um, made mistakes. But in the midst of it all, Yes, Lord. He didn't show a natural love. He showed a supernatural love. He, he didn't just show an ordinary love. He shows extraordinary love. Hallelujah. In the midst of it all, uh, he still seeks us out. He still redeems us. Hallelujah. He still purchases us and calls us his own. As a matter of fact, that's the reason why Jesus came to the earth anyway. Hallelujah. To hang, bleed, and die for the remission of sins. Uh, to claim back his own children those that would love him 
and those that will receive him. And I just want to let you know today that that's no ordinary love. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, the father knew all about how we would mistreat him. Yes, Lord. I'm talking about Jesus and his bride, us. Yes, the church, uh, the bride of Christ. We are his bride. But even in the midst of our unfaithfulness, our heavenly father, he displayed no ordinary love. Yes, Lord. He displayed extraordinary love and he loved us anyway. He still endorsed that marriage between his son, hallelujah, and us sinners. And I thank God today for that uh, extraordinary love. Yes, Lord, the unordinary love that he loves enough to seek us. He loves us enough to redeem us. Hallelujah. And he loves us enough to restore us. So the question to consider today is what will you do in response to that love? Uh, Hosea, he went, he found, he purchased, redeemed, yes, Lord, uh, Gomer, and took him back, took her back, took her back to the house. Hallelujah. And what I love about the love of God is that he doesn't bring back everything that we did wrong. What I love about the love of God is he cast it as far as the east is for the west, from the west. And all we need to do is do the thing that Hosea did. Yes, Lord, Hosea and Gomer is that just repent and have a change of heart as well as a change of action. Uh, God takes the initiative, but then comes our part. We must receive it. So the question to consider is, what are you going to do with this uh, extraordinary love that God is sharing with us today? Again, this is no ordinary love. Ordinary love would not claim anything that has been through all of that. Uh, but today we have an example of no ordinary love. The way Hosea loved his wife Gomer is the way Jesus loves his bride, the body of Christ, the church. As a matter of fact, he loves us so much that he died for us. Hallelujah. But one thing that you got to do is that you got to be as God has given his son to redeem us. Hallelujah. All you got to do is receive your husband. Amen. To receive him. Yes, Lord. It's Valentine's Day, y'all. Yes, Lord. And I don't know if you got chocolate. I don't know if you got roses. I don't don't know if you went to the restaurant of your choice. Hallelujah. But I want to let you know if you didn't do any of that or get any of that. Hallelujah. I want to let you know that somebody loves you with an extraordinary love, yes, uh, and a love that's not ordinary, a love that he would die for you. He came from heaven to earth to do that, and now is your part. Now is your part to receive it. So if you're here today, hallelujah, I want to let you know that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. And I know some of you are saying, well, you know what, I think I'm even worse than Hosea. I'm, I'm worse than Gomer, excuse me, some things I've done, but guess what? Hallelujah. Again, this is no ordinary love. God knows everything that we've done, everything that we're doing, and everything that we're going to do. But guess what? He died for us anyway. So it's your part now, your turn. All you got to do is receive him. And he made it as easy as ABC. Hallelujah. Yes. Accept, believe, and confess. Accept the fact you're born a sinner. Hallelujah born in sin. We're all naughty by nature, not just Gomer. Yes, we're all naughty by nature. Yes, Lord, believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that just like Hosea, yes, Lord, came for us, look for us, uh, to restore us and to redeem us. Yes, Lord. And then make that confession with your mouth, uh, and you can be saved. Hallelujah. And if you're here today and you want to receive salvation, uh, it's just as easy as praying, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Cleanse me from my sins. I'll make you my Lord and my Savior. 
And if you prayed that prayer with a sincere heart, yes, Lord, and you prayed that from the first time, I want to let you know, hallelujah, that you can be redeemed just as easily as that. Hallelujah. And if you receive Christ today, I want you to respond by just texting Jesus uh, to the number you see on your screen. Yes, Lord Jesus. J-E-S-U-S. Yes. And what we'll do is our team will reach out to you. Yes, Lord. And usher you through uh, uh, the steps for baptism and anything else to let you know who this Savior is. More about this Savior. Yes, Lord. Just text J-E-S-U-S to the number you see on your screen. You can receive Christ today. Amen. Hallelujah. We'll reach out to you. And I'm grateful to God that uh, not only have people during this season uh, uh, have received Christ, hallelujah, but we've had people to join the Cedar Grove Church. And I just want to let you know today that God has called us not only to believe, but he's called us to belong. Yes, Lord, you've been dating us for a while. Why don't you do like Hosea, put a ring on it? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, put a ring on it. Yes, Lord. Uh, if you want to connect, you can be part of the Cedar Grove Church family. As a matter of fact, all you got to do is t- t- uh, text the word family. Yes, the word family. Uh, to the number that you see on the screen today, family, F-A-M-I-L-Y, yes, uh, to the number you see on your screen. And you can become a part of the Cedar Grove Church family today. Hallelujah. And again, our team will reach out to you. We'll welcome you. We'll love you. Hallelujah. And you can be part of the body of Christ. And I thank God for our online family. We have people that look uh, and watch all over the world. Yes, people that are part of the Cedar Grove Church family that's all over the world. Yes, not only in our brick and mortar walls, but in different states, hallelujah, and even different countries. And we thank God for that. So uh, we praise God for you today. We hope and pray that God has ministered to you and met you in your place of need. But as I close and take my seat today, I want to let you know that God has an extraordinary love for you. Yes, this is no ordinary love, the love that God the Father has for his children. The word of God for the people of God and the people of God did say, amen, amen. God bless you. May he forever keep you is our prayer.